a doctor in the house. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Doctor. 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 And doctor. It's time for Advanced Medicine Monday with Dr. Rashid Batar. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. The doctor is in. The week begin. It's official now. Dr. Rashid Batar, Advanced Medicine Monday. Man, I know we recorded for last week because I was away at the Health Freedom Expo, but feels like it's been too long. Yeah, it does seem like it's been a long time, doesn't it? <laughs> I know, but thankfully people didn't miss us because we were here last week, even in abstentions. I was traveling back home from the Expo. But Dr. Batar, man, I need to vent. I'm not a psychiatrist, Robert, but vent away. Oh, no, no. I, if you were a psychiatrist, I wouldn't be talking to you. <laughs> I'd be running from you. Ah! No, th- listen, the last uh, few days, particularly uh, thir- Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of last week and into yesterday's show, uh, covering the story, ongoing saga of the Nagels. Now, we talked about this off the air because we've talked about the whole HIV AIDS scenario, the phony science behind it. Liam Sheff has also brought us up to speed on that, too. And this Nagel family, they adopted uh, you know, a Romanian baby. They claimed she tested HIV positive, whatever that means, as we know the question about the whole test. And they took, well, years ago, She thankfully, they came across Professor Peter Duesberg. They pulled her off of the AZT. She lived. Eleven other children that stayed on the AZT up in Minnesota all died. 22 years old, healthy. She just had a baby. And in the hospital, they, this, this to me is a revenge scenario because the AIDS establishment was given a real black eye. They were humiliated by the fact that this was covered in that film, that documentary film. And, they, and they're upset, honestly. Dr. Bertard, does this sound weird? They're upset because she lived. Yeah. Well, because her, the mere fact that she lived is a slap in their face. Yeah. And, and you know, you think that we, we would embrace life. We do. We're thrilled when somebody survives, even if it's done by a drug. If a drug saved their life. For an acute, we're great. Hey, wonderful. But these people cannot stand it if you live and it's not via their method. Yeah, this is why, you know, when we've had these type of conversations before, Robert, I have said that this goes beyond good and bad. Mm-hmm. It starts to get into the realm of evil. Yes. And non evil. So it's not surprising to me at all. And it's. What is surprising to me is that she actually went to the hospital uh, and she didn't like try to do a, you know, a, a home birth or something. Exactly, exactly. You know, I talked. I talked to the grandma, and I, they're such trusting people. Despite what they went through, they figured, okay, it's been twenty years. Things must have gotten better, right? And it's just that good-hearted nature. When you're that way, you don't perceive that level of evil in other people. You don't see it, even though they've been through brutality. As this girl, twenty-two years old, has a healthy baby boy. And they immediately take that boy away and force these medications that could kill a healthy person just to prove that, aha, see, this girl, it was a fluke, uh, uh, but the, the child died of AIDS because she didn't cooperate with the drug. And, of course, it would be the drugs that kill this child. Yeah, it's amazing. Now, they did actually take the child away from a, like a custody standpoint? For a time, they, they took the literally off the, the baby's breast. We have the video link through YouTube. They, they posted it up there, Child Protective Services, services, a local sheriff, a local judge, all cooperated 
to take possession of this child for the hospital so that they could administer drugs that were completely unnecessary. And this child was healthy. The only thing that happened at birth was there was some meconium, you know, swallowed. So that created a little bit of issue with breathing. But that's not immune collapse. Yeah, so so how did they regain control of the child? Well, they still haven't, even though they just, as of right after we got off the air, I interviewed the grandparents, Cheryl and Steve Nagel, on Friday, and at 2 o'clock we got word that the hospital was going to release the baby, but not totally to their, how do you call it, jurisdiction or whatever. They were still monitoring it and mandating that the drugs be used. Yeah, you know, the, the thing is that, and this is where, in Michigan? This is up in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. You know, the thing is that it brings to mind that quote by the district judge, James Alder Fee, in United States versus Johnson, a case that was held in Maryland, and I believe it was back in the 1940s, 1947, I believe it was. And this is where this particular judge made a statement that has really been used in so many different scenarios and so many different case precedences now. Mm-hmm. And it's actually talking about self-incrimination. It's actually talking about pleading the fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's applicable to everything. And the quote is, I've, I actually just pulled it up here while I was talking to you. The privilege against self-incrimination is neither accorded to the passive resistant nor the person who is ignorant of his rights. Now, I just want you to take that the privilege against self-incrimination out for a second, and the privilege against anything, mm-hmm. the privilege against the against any wrongdoing that is going to be done towards you, or any wrongdoing that you will become a victim of. This you can insert anything in there. So is neither according to the passive resistant nor the person who is ignorant of his rights, nor to one indifferent thereto. It is a fl- fighting cause. Its benefits can be retained only by sustained combat. It cannot be retained by attorney or mm-hmm. solicitor. It is valid only when insisted upon by a belligerent claimant in person. The one who is persuaded by honeyed words or moral suasion to testify or produce documents, again, insert mm-hmm. anything in there you want, Yes. Uh, honeyed words or moral suasion to give up your child or to give up your rights or to you know take right. a vaccine or whatever, mm-hmm. um, rather than make a last-ditch stand, simply loses the protection he must refuse to comply and test the matter in contempt proceedings or by habeas corpus. Yes. It's a, as you said, it's a fighting clause. It's not a passive resistance clause. It's a fighting clause. And I just, you know, knowing what I know today, of course, I wouldn't enter into the jurisdiction of a hospital unless, you, you know, I'm Humpty Dumpty and you got to put me together again. But it, it, you get in there and they, they threaten to take away your child. You tell them you're coming through my you're coming through me, right? And at that point, they got to go get, you know, t- take it to where you said it. And if they're not, it's look, this child was given a, a hep B shot, a DPT shot, an MMR shot, all within the first day or so. I mean, this is the height, the height of medical uh, arrogance, ignorance, uh, criminal criminality and evil. Of course, if you take a nonspecific cross reactive antibody test that they call HIV test. After getting one shot, much less three, including the flu shot, by the way, you are going to test positive. Well, the thing is that, you know, it's there's always two sides to a story, Robert. And even though everything you said, you know, it's amazing that the the medical profession has done this. I don't understand why she put herself in a situation that would allow 
her to become a victim of something like this, even though yes. you would think after 20 years that they wouldn't have done this. But, you know, no, this, again, is, this is the night somewhat of the naivete, even though they're not naive, but the tr- the want, you know, there's this desire. And I, I do understand people's desire to want to see the best in others, but it can be deadly. Sometimes yeah. it can be deadly. And when they threaten or they actually take away your children and you go, oh, oh and you start backing down. You're well, not that's being exactly right. Because, the, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you pick up the phone, you call an attorney, you call the media, you, you start telling the story about what happened to you, and now they're trying to do this to your child. Yep. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure why they're even, you know, how, how does a judge uh, and, a, and a sheriff's department and every, I mean, basically, I mean, I'm just trying to put myself in the situation, and I would be telling everybody right now that you are going to be brought up mm-hmm. on charges of neglect, intentional, um, you know. Medical neglect, they call it that. Yes, they do. Well, they threaten In fact, that. it's beyond that. It's intention to do harm, you know, by, by taking my child away, you know, knowing the history that I've gone through with this 20 years ago. Yep. You are doing this, you know, in well, you retaliation. Know, they nailed them. They nailed putting them. them yeah, basically, putting them into a situation where they – it's kind of like when, with, uh, with Dahabi when – he was starting school. Yeah. They wanted to have him have, have uh, vaccines. And I said, absolutely not. And, you know, we're going through back and forth. And they knew the whole history. They knew he testified in front of Congress. They knew the, everything. Yep. And we're going back and forth. And, of course, at that time, there was, you know, I was right in the middle of um, the height of my divorce situation. So yeah, you could have been involved. They, they really pounce on you when you're most vulnerable. Well, exactly. And it was, it was a, I mean, you know, my ex-wife on one side, the school. I mean, it was, it was coming to a very, very... Uh, harsh crescendo and yes. all of a sudden I just got this quick moment of clarity. It's amazing how, you know, at the, at the peak of everything, clarity becomes uh, evident and surrounds you and yes. there's peace there. And that clarity was, I, mean, I didn't even, I didn't even recognize what I was saying. I, I remember my ears hearing what my mouth was saying and saying, <laughs> what, what are you saying? Yes. And I said, fine, go ahead and give them the vaccines, except you're going to first sign this document stating that you're going to accept all medical liability that if anything happens to my son, it was your fault. Otherwise, you, you're going you're gonna to say that by giving him the shots, if anything happens, because you're saying that it's to protect him, and I'm saying it's going to hurt him. Right. But go ahead. You give him the shots, and you're gonna admit, you have to admit right now in this piece of paper liability. that you're going to take all responsibility. And do you know that they immediately stopped everything they were doing? Yep. yep. They handed me a piece of paper and just said to sign this, saying that, you know, and, and that's because they don't want anything to do with the medical Heck liability. No, they don't want that. And, you know, this is, this is so important. And, of course, I just wanted to get my son into mm-hmm. the situation, out of that situation, and into school. Yep. And so that's why, you know, it's kind of hard for me to kind of understand what these people did and why they allowed the child to physically be taken away from them when, you know, th- there's so many thousands They're, of things that you can do instead of just give in to the, to the beast. Listen, this is an authoritarian culture now we've grown up in. And, of course, you're dealing with the idea that d- doctors are still superior, that the government, the judge, everybody else acts as if, and, of course, we act as Americans, and, and again, I'm generalizing here, but I think people are getting the gist of what I'm saying, that we, we fear and, and we cower to authority. Now, that's not a true American ideal, but it's become one over the last 100 years, where we've suddenly elevated government and anything sanctioned by government to be above and beyond us, and we must bow down to it. Of course, it's exactly the opposite of the foundation of America and the Founding Fathers and all of their warnings to us and all the founding documents. And of course, when we get together at the advanced medicine seminars and and you have me lecture on the things I talk about, I do talk a lot about health sovereignty. And I talk a lot about the jurisdictional issues that people enter into contracts of adhesion, much like they entered into a hospital. And that hospital is a government sanctioned institution and you're locked into their matrix. If you enter in, you don't even know what you're signing away when you do that. 
Well, and that's true, Robert. And again, you know, I hope if they're listening to me that they don't take this the wrong way. But you know, I get I get the same type of aggravation when I hear somebody else that's been taken advantage of. But to me, you know, you have to stand up. And part of the problem is that people don't stand up, and when, and, and they let it get to a point that when when they are willing to stand up and do something, it's they're so. It's almost like deciding that I'm going to fight after the whole football team's jumped on top of you in the fumble and you're at the bottom of the pitch. You can't do anything. A little late. And the time yes. to do it is in the beginning. Or and, never enter onto the field when yeah. you're not fully engaged and know what the rules are. Have right. your padding on, have your helmet on, and be exactly. ready and prepared. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. even better. That's even, yeah. more, that's even more uh, astute to, to make sure that you're ready to engage with battle before you even put yourself in a situation like that. But, you know, having known the, her history, I mean – the, themselves, the family having known her history, why would they even go into a hospital to have childbirth? Listen, I mean, it, you is, know. it is it is a valid question, and yeah, I don't ask it, and you don't ask it to, to pile on to any a, a horrible situation. At the same time, we're making this a spotlight so that it, I, I reemphasize every time we, things like this come up, the need to not enter into these arenas unless you absolutely have to. And if you do, you got to know in advance what they're going to be doing to you before it happens so you can stop that which you do not agree to. And that means being prepared. And, of course, that, that will help you get past the fear. we got to take a break here. I'm already starting to feel a little better, although I am fired up. <laughs> Dr. Bittar, I appreciate this. Uh, it is Advanced Medicine Monday. All the links are up. Wonderful, wonderful. Hundreds of hours of archives available to you through Medical Rewind. You can check out the nine steps to keep the doctor away. International bestseller as well. Stand by. We're going to come right back, talk a lot more about standing up for what is right, protecting yourself and your loved ones the right way. Who'd you say that masked man was? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Robert Scott Bell. Here I come to save the day. Taking on bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom. Here's Robert. Dr. Vitar, you got me fired up today. I knew I needed to vent, and you're helping me to just kind of direct this energy in that positive place where we always want it to go. Well, Robert, I think one of the things that you just said in the last segment that's so important, and I'm glad you said it, that we're not trying to add on to an already abusive situation that they're experiencing. Uh, and I'm glad that you said that because that's not what the intention is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, as you stated, sh- highlighting this, sh- showcasing this so that other people that may be another similar situations end up learning from this and making sure that they don't put themselves in that same susceptible situation as these people did. And, you know, it's always easy for us to sit here in hindsight 2020, kind of come back and, you know, say, but this is what they should have done. That's what they should have done. But, of course, you know, at the time, 20 years, it's in the past and they go in like any other family to have a child. And so they probably weren't even thinking about that. But, you know, let me just tell you a scenario that happened with me personally. And I think this might help others, yes. hopefully, to understand the mindset. You know, the, you have to have the right mindset. If you come in with the mindset of a victim, you will be treated as a victim. And if you come in with the mindset of a conqueror, it's very hard for the opposition to treat you like a victim. And I can only express this by telling you a very short story of what happened when, after Abi was born, mm-hmm. and as most of the people that are probably listening 
no, Abi was vaccine injured and is still the youngest former witness in front of the U.S. Congress, et cetera, et cetera. And his story is actually at on MedicalRewind.com. We've got a mini documentary. It's a about powerful it video. If, if you haven't seen it yet, I urge you to go watch it. Yeah, and it's called The Abi Story, so it's easy to find. But one of the things that happened for me after Abi had been injured was it was most prevalent in my mind that this cannot happen again to anyone, you know, in my mind. But at that time, it was all focused around making sure that Abi would get better. Well, then six years later, when my youngest, or five years, five and a half years later, when my youngest was about to be born, and I'm remarried, um, Abi was actually with me when we went to the hospital. Abi and Saraisha were both with me, and Rahan was uh, about to come into the world. I remember walking into the hospital and uh, with with my wife, she she actually was in a wheelchair. We came to the emergency room, and as we went, entered from the emergency room to go into the onto the maternity ward, there was a big board, like a dry eraser board, on the wall. Yes, and it said on the Butar baby, no shots. Now, when we walked in, we saw that. Now, it didn't just happen because they knew that we were coming. What happened was that. And this is this is the right mindset that I want you to understand, that the people that are listening, I want you to understand. Now, for some people, they may think this is absurd, but this is what I did. A month before my youngest son was born, I had a meeting with the hospital administrator. I also had a meeting with the head of the OBGYN department. I had a meeting with the OBGYN who delivered Abby, who is who's actually a friend of mine. And I had a meeting with the OBGYN that was scheduled to deliver um, Rahan, I had a meeting with the chief of the hospital as well, the, ch- the chief of staff of the hospital as well. And the meeting, basically, each one of these meetings, a couple of them were together and a couple of them were separate with other, you know, with like the hospital administrator was separate by himself, yes. the chief of hospital and the head of OBGYN was separate. Mm-hmm. And then I also met with the PD, uh, the uh, neonatologist. Mm-hmm. And in some of in some of the conversations, it wasn't quite this harsh. In some of them, it was very harsh, but. Essentially, this is what I said. The ones that I had a relationship, it was I was a much mellower person. The ones that I didn't have a relationship with, like the hospital administrator, I just told them how it was going to be. I said, my son is going to, my child is going to be delivered here. My last child was delivered here also. And my last child was injured by this hospital. I'm notifying you and I'm putting you in notice now that if my wishes are not complied with and if my child gets any type of parental medication when they're born, meaning anything besides oral, if he gets any kind of uh, injection therapy, any type of vaccine, I am warning you that I will sue you personally. I will sue this hospital, and I will find you, and I will break both your legs. And if you doubt me, then try me. And wow. I put it right out there like that. Wow. And I mean, when people, I walked into that hospital a month later, yeah. right on the wall, I mean, we, they, we didn't even announce that we were coming, you know, but it was on the wall. Yeah. Butar baby, no shots in the ER. We go up to the maternity ward, every, right there on top. Right, Butar baby, no, no injection. Yeah. Everybody knew it. That now, is the way you got to go in, though. But exactly, you you going... don't go in there and, and then try to convince them afterwards. I notified them up front. Yep. Now there's a history that I had with the hospital, you know. And, and, but it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. You know, some people say, "Well, you're you know you're a physician, and and yeah, you had this thing, and blah blah blah." And you're you know whatever it is. Remember, it is your responsibility to protect your charge, and whatever it takes, whether you shoot that first round across the bow and as a warning shot, whether you 
you know, come in with trumpets or whatever you do, you got to make sure it feels right inside your heart. But if you walk in there timid, mm-hmm. they will they take will eat advantage you alive. of you. They will That's eat right. you alive. If, exactly. and they can smell timidity. If That's you will. right. They can they smell. smell weakness. Yes. Animals can smell weakness. In fact, you know, yes. this is a great, great point, Robert. I, I wish you hadn't even brought this up, but this goes up into another tangent. It's okay. This is good stuff. Dr. John Wilson, a very good friend of mine. Over from Great Smokies, yeah. Yep, Great Smokies Lab, um, um, Medical Center. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether, I don't think that uh, John listens to this radio show, but I'm actually going to call him and tell him that he was on the radio that I talked about him. Yes. But, but John Wilson and I had a conversation probably, I bet you it was close to a decade ago, if it wasn't a decade ago. And we were in Houston, and we were having, it was at an ICIM conference, International College of Integrative Medicine conference. And we were talking about a doctor in Wisconsin that was being very violently persecuted. Mm-hmm. And John and I had this discussion, and, and the long and the short of it was that we came to a mutual conclusion that there is, similar to a pheromone that's released uh, by different sexes, there's also a pheromone that's released by prey and by the, the predator, hunter. The hunter. That's right. Yeah. So the predator's pheromone and the prey's pheromone are very different. And the predator can smell the prey's pheromone or sense it or whatever it is. And the prey can sense the predator's pheromone. In other words, that the one that's going to be hunted can smell the hunter. Mm-hmm. But even more important to know is that the hunter smells the prey. And I believe that the prey gives off a certain scent. So my message to everybody listening is do not be the prey. Do not give off the scent of the hunted. Give off the scent of the hunter. Hallelujah. Oh, doc, Dr. Batari, this is as advanced medicine as advanced medicine gets. You know, we talk physiological, all of that. But, man, the way to navigate that terrain, should you ever enter into it, is as valuable as anything we've ever shared, in my opinion. Well, I had a talk with a doctor who's in the clinic right now. Uh, he's actually not a pa- – well, he is a patient himself now, but he is bringing – he brought his sister to me because she has cancer, and uh, she's under treatment right now. But we had a little discussion on Thursday, which was similar to this, a little bit different, but it was similar to this. And I saw the metamorphosis occur in his sister, but I also saw it in his eyes. And I bet you if he thanked me once, he must have thanked me 25 times over the last five minutes as we walked out. And it was – to me, I, I didn't really – you know, part of me just didn't understand what why it was such a big thing. But part of me did understand it because I guess people don't get that. And, you know, I don't want to – I don't want to cheapen this, Robert, by saying something, but it, and I'm not trying to make this a plug, but this is what the Advanced Medicine Seminar is supposed to be about. And this is what the whole movement that I wanted to create, that, that you're helping me to create, yes. and that the show started three years ago, but the seminar just started recently, was to create this camaraderie among the right people so that they are the hunters, they're not the hunted, mm-hmm. so that they understand that you have to get uh, uh, the power from within yourself, just like you say, the power to heal is yours. The power to accomplish anything is yours. The power to achieve anything is within each one of us. And if we do not do what we need to do to um, take that power and utilize it, then it is our own fault. It is our own sin that we're committing by not utilizing what God gave us. 
Restoring reality to the sovereign is, a, is another way that just kind of comes through here as you're talking I hate it about when this. you do that. I hate it when you simplify things because now I, I always <laughs> like my wife because you do such a good job. That, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's beautiful. I love, Very well said. I, lo- I love that fact. And it's true. It's not just a shameless plug for the advanced medicine seminars because that's what I actually witness occurring there. That it is so much more than learning simply how to interact as a doctor or as a patient and what to do to deal with cancer and vaccine injury. That is is essential, yes. But these relationships, how to interact on all, it, it transcends just any medical relationship. It goes out into all of life. And then you recognize those that try to sell you on this concept of being the champion, but do it in a, in a shallow and hollow way. Oh, it's only about how much money you can get, right? This is so much deeper than that. Well, at the advanced medicine seminar retreat that we're going to do in Cancun, as you know, it's five days and it's going to be four hours every day four and a half hours every day. So we're going to actually have 20 hours, but half of that time is going to be spent on the material that I use in Build a Successful Life. In fact, one of the guys, a gentleman by the name of Brian DeTore, who's become a good friend of mine, attended one of my very, very first seminars that I did on the subject probably seven years ago. And in 2006, I believe it was. It could have been 2007. And Brian, after attending that seminar, did a little video testimonial for us. There, we had a bunch of them, but this was a video testimonial. And I just happened to go look at that site. I haven't looked at it in I don't know how long. And I saw his, his uh, video. And so I called him day before yesterday. And I said, I need you to do me a favor, Brian. And he said, what do you need, Doc? And I said, I want you to do another testimonial on where you are today compared to where you were six, seven years ago. Now, this guy has become a multi-million millionaire over multiple times since then. And it was something that, in fact, he, he developed a product, and he's developed many products, but he developed a product that actually he got the idea from attending the lecture, and it was all about energetics. Mm-hmm. And what was it, I mean, about the building a successful life, the, the power within yourself. And um, he was going to write a book. He came up to me after the seminar uh, the first time, and he told me he was going to write a book called Nose to the Grindstone. But he said after hearing the seminar, he had changed the words based upon what I had said, and the new title was I Command the Universe. And I told him, I said, you better get that book written, because if you don't, I'm going to steal that title, because I love that title. (laughs) And and he hasn't written the book yet. I think he's he's pretty much close to being done with it, but he hasn't finished it yet. He hasn't published it yet. But he truly does command the universe in his own universe, because he's become so successful. So I wanted him to kind of take that experience that he'd had and just put it down and see, you know, what did the seminar, what does this information mean to you and how did it influence you? Well, did, he, did, he entire, did he do another one? Yes, yes. He's going to have one done for me by Wednesday. Oh, excellent. All right. So that'll be coming out. I look forward to seeing that. Well, let's talk more about this also about the, the relationships a little bit more. We might revisit, uh, you know, the thing I needed to vent on today, but it's turned into something quite extraordinary and I'm enjoying it immensely, Dr. Batar. We'll talk also more about how you can attend the Cancun five-day event. This is going to be sensational as well coming up. So check it out at Advanced Medicine Seminars. The links are up at robertscadbell.com and also how you can host an Advanced Medicine Seminar near you. So stand by for that and a whole lot more after the break. The Robert Scott Bell Show. The information is so good, it requires no expiration date. The Robert Scott Bell Show. 
Advanced Medicine Monday continues with Dr. Rashid Bittar. All the links are up, and we are getting excited for Cancun, the next Advanced Medicine Seminar, and those even beyond that. And what we just discussed, Dr. Bittar, is the fact that you come to these things, you get so much more than you imagine. You think you're coming for one thing, you get a 100 more things, and it's, it's a plus factor. I think what you were talking about with this guy, this super wealthy guy who commands his universe, found that out as well. Well, Robert, the interesting thing with Brian was uh, that – he was always successful. He'd been successful before, but after some of the principles that he learned, the success that he had was exponential. And the whole concept of the seminar was about the principles that define success in a cancer patient that survives against all odds versus why does a patient that shouldn't have failed, who didn't have cancer that was that advanced, succumb to the disease and die? I mean, what is the distinguishing criteria, what is the common denominator that defines success versus failure in these two patients? One with multi-system organ failure, metastatic disease throughout the system, and they've been told that they're going to die, they've failed chemo, radiation, and they still live, and they live 8, 10, 12 years. And then the other one that only has stage one that shouldn't have any problems, because it has the same treatment, should have the same result, but succumbs to the disease and dies. What is the difference? Why is one surviving and the other one not surviving? And that was what I was after. And it took a while. It took a couple of years. And I started realizing the same principles def- that define success versus failure in chronic cancer, in some that are considered to be terminal cases, yes. that success factor, that success criteria, what is it that makes that difference? And I started realizing that that same thing that makes that difference is actually what defines the same success versus failure factors in all disease not just in cancer, but in all chronic disease. And because I'm a little bit slow, it took me a couple more years to figure out that actually those same principles are uniform and are applicable to all aspects of life, whether it be spiritual, financial, educational, emotional, your own familial situation, success in business. It's the same criteria. Mm -hmm. And that's where really build a successful life that whole concept came from. And we did the first seminar back in 2008, where we put, or 2007, when we put the whole thing out. And, you know, we were going to just do it for the local community. We were going to just do business owners in the Charlotte area. And we marketed heavily, and we had nobody from Charlotte that came. Nobody. But strangely enough, we had people from Japan, from Australia, from California, from all over the world that came, but nobody that we marketed to. So I don't know how that happens. Wow. In fact, if you type in the – right now, if you type in – successful life or build a successful life in Google, there'll be something like, I don't know, 580 million entries and we're number one on Google. At least we have been for the last four or five years. I don't know, Robert, enter it in and see what happens. Yeah, no, I'll do that. But the, 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 the advanced medicine seminars, even though they're not quote unquote, build a successful life. The fact of the matter is all of those principles are woven into every aspect of the fabric. And that's what I thought was so amazing. Yeah, let me, let me, I'm sorry, I kind of missed that point there, but mm-hmm. what we're going to be doing at the Advanced Medicine Seminar in Cancun is that the part that's going to be open for the, for the uh, general public, those two and a half hours every day, it's a seven day event, but it's five days of lecturing, two and a half hours of that every day will be the Build a Successful Life Seminar. That's one of the, the big things, because we don't have time to do that in a two day seminar when we're doing the advanced medicine seminars. But in five days, we can certainly hit those principles as well as many other things. And so, you know, during the break, you said, what are we going to be covering? Can we cover uh, what, all the things that are going to be in the advanced medicine seminar Cancun retreat? And that's 
that's one of the things. And I've got a whole list of all the things we're going to cover. Beautiful. And we need to start going through that. Again, this is where if you see the similarity about the messages, even before we began the Advanced Medicine Seminars together, I was always weaving in those aspects into everything about this health show. And people thought, well, what is this show? It's not a health show. The guy's talking about economics. He's talking about politics. He's talking about spiritual stuff. What is that? And I said, no, it's everything. And and if you don't weave those principles into everything, you're you're dis, you're disintegrated. You're literally taken apart. And that way, you can be taken over. Once again, you become the victim, which is kind of where we started today. That's absolutely right. And Robert, again, not to boast or brag, Go ahead. but I just typed <laughs> that in Google, build a successful life, and there's 552 million web entries, and we're the number one organic site that comes up. I got it here, too. I confirmed that. It's number one right in front of me, too. So yeah, try and We've it. never done anything to actually try to make it number one, so I think that in itself kind of gives you a indication of you know from an energetic standpoint what the intention is behind it but but let's cover that i mean if you if you don't mind robert i don't want to take up too much time on the show but i think that that is a question that's been brought up by a number of people because they wanted to really know what all was going to be covered in the advanced medicine seminar so one of the things that we're going to be covering is um the, it's, it's the newest piece of information robert you know about this but i'm not going to say it on the radio because again part of this is because of the the um, privacy nature of what we're doing with the with the associations as you know but one of the things that's going to be available through the association mm-hmm. it's not new but it is going to essentially um, make it available instead of just to my patients it's going to become available to everybody and it's all to do with autism it's about transforming children with autism so that's something that's going to be completely unveiled during the Cancun seminar now that's that's one very, very big thing and has nothing to do with building a successful life. But obviously, that's a second component, building the yeah. successful life seminar, building upon foundations that are necessary in order for you to understand and learn what it will take to liberate yourself from all that holds you back. So that's the build a successful life seminar. And we talk about all the things that some people have put into the category of metaphysical and other people have put into the category of fluff, fluff. Mm-hmm. But the point is that I will use the work of 14 Nobel laureates in quantum physics, and I will prove these principles to the point that we have had in the past, Robert, on videotape, by the way, Yes. where it's hardcore scientists, physicists, physicians, hardcore scientists that didn't have any of this belief system during the seminar physically broke down. And I am not exaggerating. We have it on video where, where they've physically broken down and started crying and saying that there has been such a disjoint in our entire lives and you just solved that for us. And I have no idea how it happened or <laughs> my intention wasn't to do that, but that's what happened. But it's this information. It's just understanding this information and the way we do it, we do it in small uh, pieces so that they can digest each piece and it acts as a foundation for the next piece and it builds upon one before the other you know, in a stepwise fashion and before you know it, you've ascended to the highest level and you understand exactly what life is all about. And once you understand that, and I'm not saying that this is a secret to life type of thing, but it is the secret to understanding what life is about. And once you understand what life is about, the whole world opens up. You and I have had these personal conversations how no matter how bad things get, it's 
life is wonderful. The, this, mm-hmm. this, if this is hell, then it's it's just wonderful. You know, I can't believe how how great heaven's going to be. You know, if you believe in the heaven hell concept, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yes. And you know, even as we talk honestly and openly about our emotions, occasionally uh, with anger or frustration, it's just the nature of being here in the lower world, so to speak. The fact of the matter is, you're breathing. And that's a good thing, and we want to keep that going as long for you as we can, and this seminar will absolutely help that and more. Absolutely. And then, Robert, you know, not to – I said I'm not going to take too much time, but I'm taking a lot more time than I wanted to. Um, we're also going to have a little component in there. One of the things we do with the doctors is that we have case scenarios. We throw out case st- scenarios, and then the doctors talk about the various components, and it's kind of like a think tank that we use, and then I help the doctors – to understand my perspective, and we kind of use it as a training tool. But what we're going to do now is because we're also going to have actual patients, and just like we did the advanced medicine seminar, some of the patients may have a challenge, and all the doctors, instead of using a made-up case scenario, will actually give input to that patient, understanding that it's not medical advice, but give input. So now we're no, we're basically killing two birds with one stone. We're taking care of the individual that's there that may be coming to get some answers, but instead of one doctor, two doctors, they're getting the full benefit of all the doctors discussing the case. And at the same time, we're using that case from an educational pers- uh, perspective for all the new doctors and, and even as a um, you know review for all the existing doctors that may be well-versed in some of this arena. So, so it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, not to say that's a hodgepodge, but it's mm-hmm. putting together the needs of two different groups and using the same benefit. Beautiful. Yes. You know, together so it's that efficient. Exactly. So inefficient. It's a very efficient way of killing two birds with one stone. Maybe that's not the right. Uh, yeah. He, oh, let's call it healing two birds with uh, uh, one Dr. Bittar, one Robert Scott Bell, one Jim Hover, whatever we got to throw out at him, man. Whoever's going to be there. It'll be great. Well, that, it's, yes. It's solving multiple uh, multiple issues with one with one stroke of, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of a pen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. One of the other things that we're going to be doing during the seminar, the most accurate and most incredible health information system technology as far as I'm concerned, of course, I'm biased, yes. uh, based upon the SF36 patient outcome-based research model that has been in the works for over a decade, the last revised hard copy. I just happened to show this to an individual this past week was May of 2008. So that gives you an idea. That's almost five years, and that was the last working version of it. Um, it's, it's the principles and it's the information that I have built my entire practice on. The success of our clinical model is all based upon this on a, on a much earlier version. And it's going to be released so that all doctors, and it actually doesn't even have to be doctors. It can be anybody can uh, partake in this. This is the AHEAD map that you may have right. heard We've about before. Right. We've talked about the AHEAD map a bit. It's getting closer and closer to being final release. And, of course, you hearing it on Advanced Medicine Monday here on the Robert Scott Bell Show will get access to it as well. As soon as it's available. And if you're getting pull, if you're feeling that urge, that draw towards the Advanced Medicine Seminar in Cancun, I have the links directly up. It's happening April 20th through the 27th. It's life-changing in such a powerful and profound way. Plus, you'll have a, a great time. You'll get plenty of vitamin D as well. We're going to take a quick break here, Dr. Batar, and we'll be back to wrap up Advanced Medicine Monday right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show after this. Robert Scott Bell. Mm-hmm. 
taking on bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom. Here's Robert. Now, we started today talking about, or me venting, on the victim issue in medicine. People go in and they're surprised and... There's so many things that you could be victimized about if you let yourself, including uh, poverty consciousness, right? This inability to think that you're worthy, that you can go somewhere, you can do something. Of course, there's a lot of economic challenges also, Dr. Batar. And going to Cancun for some folks is like, that's just too much for me to consider. But the head map and everything else are going to get there. There's also an economic boon benefit following this seminar. I don't think people will really uh, you know, understand that that's also part of this. Well, it is, and it's something that I actually wasn't going to talk about. It was something that I wanted it to be a pleasant surprise for those who attend. But you're right. There are a lot of people that may not have their priorities straight. And when I say that, let me, let me make sure that I clarify what I mean by that statement. The people that think that they can't afford to come because of financial, one, and time, two, those two reasons, those are the very people that do need to come because – their thought process is not aligned with how it should be. Because if you have a poverty complex, if you have a a poverty Mm -hmm. mentality that I can't afford the money to go or I can't afford the time to go, then those are the people that really need to do this because it will give you a financial and a time component, which is something that it's hard to say in an advanced medicine seminar that I mean that I mean, you're promoting it, but again, it comes back to what you said, Robert. It gives this, the seminars, the content is so much more than what a person expects, and yes, they get more than what they ever imagined that they would get. And so, how do you kind of wrap that all in? All I can tell you is that the head map is going to present a financial opportunity to every single person that sees it, a financial opportunity that will be so extraordinary. And the cost for you to get involved with this is zero. It doesn't cost you a dime. Unless you're a doctor and you want to partake in some of the other components that gives you the ability to do certain types of IVs and other things. But for for everybody else, you don't have to do that. It's not going to cost you a single dime. And what I mean by that is, you know, for those that want to set up their own associations, there's a cost for that. But to partake in it, to get the same benefit that any doctor would get from the head map itself, it's identical. The same potential is there. The same identical opportunity is there. Mm-hmm. Whatever is there for the physician will be there for everybody else. And I, all I can tell you is that it truly and multi, in multiple ways mm-hmm. replace your current revenue stream, your income stream, and do it in a way that's going to empower not only you, but those that you share this with. And no, it's not network marketing, and but yet the model is an affiliate program, and it's all based upon something that is going to make a tremendous amount of difference yes. for individuals on a unique person-by-person basis. Right. Well, listen, I, I love bringing healing opportunities to Robert Scott Bell Show listeners. Believe me, I do every day. Now, this is another a benefit or boon or expansion of that in that there's economic support here that can also – and I tell you, I have a lot of doctor friends of mine that are struggling, quite honestly, because of the, the clamping down of the government intervention there. They're all looking for ways. How do, I, how do I grow? How do I survive? How do I take care of my family? Because, uh, it, listen, it isn't easy. It's not it, not that it's ever been easy, but it's been easier in the past. Now something – got to get so much more creative, and this ahead map is quite extraordinary what I've seen. 
Well, the head map is all about healing an individual. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you can participate in it is if you've actually personally experienced the difference. And then and only then can you then partake in it. And it doesn't cost you anything to partake in it. And all you're doing is sharing what your experience was by telling people, hey, go to this website and take this questionnaire. And that's it. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be very powerful. It is something that I have built my entire practice on, and the, the principles in there. In other words, the way that we approach the body, the way we detoxify the body, the organ systems that we concentrate on—the liver, the gut, the kidneys, the skin, the pH—these components and how we address it, the the layers upon layers of how we address this—it's all worked in there. It is a neural network based artificial intelligence solution that essentially mimics my mind using the same principles that I put together, except that now instead of it taking me 45 minutes to an hour with a patient, anybody can do it and it can be done in about a minute and a half because a computer crunches the numbers. Nice. And again, Robert Scott Bell Show listeners, you have first in on this. And if you make it to Cancun, extraordinary things await you there. And, of course, you're now taking charge. You're becoming the conqueror, so to speak, not in, a, in any negative sense, a complete positive sense, in a, in a creating your life kind of sense. It's very exciting. It's all the things, the energy that you feel on Advanced Medicine Monday. Think of that for a week straight in a gorgeous place. <laughs> Everything covered once you're there. Yeah, Robert, and I'll tell you right now, for anybody who thinks that they can't afford it, because I've actually heard mm-hmm. a couple people say to me, I really want to come, but I can't afford it. And I've told them this. If you think you can't afford it, you are shooting yourself in the foot. You are not doing yourself uh, a service because what you can make 10 times, you can make 20 times that in one month by what's going to be talked about on the head map. And that's the whole advanced medicine seminars, the entire cascade of what we initiated a year ago was all about building this platform and a head map, which has been under construction now for, like I said, over 10 years, is the vehicle to allow everybody to be able to achieve that financial yes. oxidative stress relief. And even if you're only after healing, that is so it, it, it'll pay you back a hundredfold there. But here it is. Take advantage of it. Go to advancedmedicineseminars.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Uh, mention Robert Scott Bell. They'll take care of you there. Or if you have questions, info at drbatar.com. If you want to host something in your own city, that's another story. You can also get questions answered there. Dr. Batar, we're out of time. How'd this happen? So fast. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. That's why we need a week together. So stand by for that and a whole lot more. Advanced Medicine Monday continues by going back to the archives. Go to Medical Rewind, and the links are all up in the show notes. All I got left in time to say right now, and Dr. Batar, you know it's the truth too, the power to heal is yours.